When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's with us clump, too. Clump, clump, and a clump. Hi. Thanks. Hey guys. Thank you, Alan, for the email. The character Christian Bale plays is Gore the God Butcher. Wow. The God Butcher? Yes. I don't know if that means that he butchers demigods or is he, you know, he is a cleaver. And he's the best butcher of all time. Yeah. He's a God Butcher. See, give me a number. How thin do you want it sliced? <laughs> a number two. Are you sure? Because a lot of people say two, but they mean one. <laughs> you know, when I grew up, it was called chipped ham. You ever get chipped oh, ham? That's an East Coast thing. thing Spiced ham, yeah. not chipped ham. It's called chipped ham. It was when it was pretty much like put through a chopper. Is that, no, no. The, is that your friend in the chopper? Uh, oh, the the chopper. I watched a great sandwich <laughs> documentary once, and it talked about, like, Pennsylvania is known for all these crazy sandwiches, including the chipped ham. Including well, chipped the- ham is just, you'd say, your mom would say, hey, go get, go get me a pound of, uh, actually, oh, my gosh. Hey, Steve, are you going to the store? Could you grab me a pound of chipped ham? Pound uh, of chipped ham. That's not a thing around here. And then they talked about Primantis. They had like... Primantis. Yeah, they have uh, fries on the sandwich. It's great. It's Italian bread. And then let's say you do a hot sausage, which is what I like to do. Then they do hot sausage, coleslaw, and fries all in between the two pieces of Italian bread. Yep. That sounds disgusting. Nope. It's delicious. It's like a spaghetti sandwich, you know? Okay, keep saying things that sound good. <laughs> You're my buddy, boo. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's stay in the food realm, though. Okay. Okay. There is a there is a list going around. Let's make a list. Uh oh. Okay. Gotta get to that page. It's of restaurant workers sharing their personal experiences serving celebrities. Some are positive, some are negative. Okay. Tell us when the list starts. Right now. Okay. Oh, what happened? Let's make a list. I'll start with me. I once waited on Shannon oh. Doherty at Sydney's. Oh, in the I Galleria. bet she was a B word. She was not. Enough. She was what? super. Of course, you knew I walked up to the table thinking that. It was when they were shooting mall rats at like Burnsville Center or whatever. Mm. Oh, cool. Or was it Eden Prairie? Was it Eden Prairie? Eden Prairie Center. I think it was. was yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. where mall rats were shot. Yes. Yeah. And for a. Way more beautiful in person than I ever thought possible. Oh, that's nice. And be super nice. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Bye Sorry now. I blew up. Bye now. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay. 
Now say more stuff about their encounter. I want you to guess whether it was positive or negative. Positive. Caps lock positive. You know it. Come on. Uh, he spent plenty of time taking photos with people. He always tipped 30 to 50% on very expensive tabs. Awesome. Brian Cranston. Wait, Rocco's going to hit that between each one, he oh, said. Let's make a list. That one? Brian yeah. Cranston. Yeah. Caps lock positive experience. You got it, buddy. Boo. Yeah. Yeah, he just plunked right down next to us. This is coming from these people who happened to be at a, it was like a barbecue for cast and staff at some show he was doing. He plunked right down. He was such a dad. He ordered custom merchandise for all the staff as mementos and gave it out at the end of the show. He seems nice. uh, Well, listen, the time that, oh, sorry, the time that I interviewed him for about, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes and he came over. It, he just couldn't have been more cordial. You get it. When, when someone comes in and they're genuinely warm, you can smell the, the bull dookie. Yeah, they're doing their job. They know that they got to ramp up and be presentational. But you, anyone listening, could bump into Brian Cranston and you'd have a great experience. Because he's just a kind, decent man. That's I how he seems. Barbara Streisand. Wait. Mm. Hang on. Uh, Rocco. Rocco. Oh, Come on, man. Let's make a list. Barbara Streisand. Not a great experience. Stiff, cold, and high tension. Pretty close. She didn't make eye contact, but she wasn't fussy. Eye contact goes a long way, though, to confirm to me that you are, in fact, a human. I agree, Steve. Make an effort. Just be kind. Yeah. Rewind. Nobody knows what that means anymore. Thank you, Rocco. Okay. uh, Rocco. Rocco, get on. Let's make a list. Kurt Russell Ooh. and Goldie Hawn. One great. was nice, one was bad. Both were great. You got it, Steve. Uh, they were so nice. They were so polite. They were so down to earth. When they were done eating, they came in the kitchen to say hello and to thank everyone for working. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, Frowned upon if you're just an average person, I think, though. You know what? Are those the doors of the kitchen? Yeah, hey, guys. Hi. Right, Hello. Right. It's Jim and Pauline from Cottage Grove. Well done tonight, guys. <laughs> hey, could you get out of here? Yeah, you're right. How about those restaurants where they let you sit in the kitchen? All right. Like yeah, Buka. those are interesting. Yeah. Guys, we should go to Buka. I love Buka. Well, where are we on the dinner? Are we, do- <laughs> are we doing dinner? It's a two-hour and 11-minute movie, uh, Top Gun, Colin Maverick, which is getting great reviews. Yeah, Talk we should go to Kona. Later. We should go to Kona. Kona? Yeah. Okay. Or the Chinese restaurant right below the theater is supposed to be excellent. The one in the mall. You got it, boo. Or we could just go walk around Barnes & Noble for a little bit. <laughs> Rocco. No. Okay. <laughs> Some people read. It's fun. No, we're not going to walk around Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Rocco, kill your mic, man. This, this is good. I, that's one of my favorite things to yeah, do. cool. By yourself. Yeah. All right, so. John Goodman. Let's make a not list. Not great. No, he was great. Okay. This person said, I didn't serve him, but the girl who did was in tears because of how nice he was and telling her she should follow her dreams. Oh. Yeah, he's got a good reputation of being friendly. Even to the paparazzi, if they're hounding him, he'll stop and talk to them. Oh, that's nice. He's nice. I had a weird interview I with know him someone once. who was... Oh, I shouldn't say. Never mind. Oh, you had a it. weird interview? What happened? No, it was it's via... Private. It was via satellite. 
So those are always tricky. And I asked some sort of question that was on evidently bad information, and he was just confused, and he was like, I did? What? And then it just, the rest of the interview was just like the longest two minutes of my life. I'm like, oh my gosh, get me out of here. What was the question? Are you Sophia Bush? Hey, daughter, (laughs) you mistake one beautiful brunette for another beautiful brunette once in your life, and you're labeled. What was Let's his make name? A list. <laughs> I want to know what the question was. Come on. I for, no, I genuinely forget. All right, fine. Uh, Magic Johnson, he was nice. Stephen Baldwin, no, he let his kids run all over the bar without any supervision. And then he said loudly, no pictures, which was weird because nobody asked for any. Uh, Ray Fine. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a fun play, though. He was never chatty. He was always polite. You know what that reminds me of, by the way? That story of um, uh, Channing Tatum. Just had, he was like overseas and he thought people were taking pictures of him. They weren't. They were taking pictures of one another. There was a group of like six people. Hmm. Um, He told the maitre d' to ask them to leave. Oh, no. He gave them the finger. They weren't even looking at him. Olivia Wilde was nice. Tiffany from I Think We're Alone Now. She was just in town last week at no the way. Turf Club. You were kidding. At did the you, Turf Club? Did you see her at the Turf? No, but... Um, she my... was rude, demanding, and had a terrible temper. Oh, really? Or she was a terrible tipper. Uh, Tiffany. Yeah. Tiff, come on, step it up. All right, that's my list. Good she list. was at the Turf? Yeah, I'm not sure how that happened. It was funny. I went to my kid's school to do some volunteering, and I ran into his principal, and I know she's kind of cool. I like and how I'm you like, just slipped in the volunteer. I'm like, hey, you got any shows coming up? She's like, I saw Tiffany last night. She said it wasn't that great. Yeah, when it comes to volunteering, Donna prefers to keep it private <laughs> and prefers to over-exaggerate. One time. One time, and you're labeled for life. I made well, a mistake. She it, said that It she was a math a, mistake. <laughs> a massive math mistake that would put you in federal prison had you made the same mistake with, I don't know, like taxes. But she said that she did... <laughs> 800 hours in a, quote, slow year of volunteer work. Guys, she uh, got a rescue dog, okay? She had a pet. She had one of the great joys of life, and she counted every hour that she was awake and breathing next to this dog. And when I was asleep, too. (laughs) He was in the bed. (laughs) I was taking care of him. What? That counts. Uh, when, when we come back, we have got a study that we'll get into, and then maybe we can listen to a little bit of the Flossie Dickey sketch, too. Uh, the study is personality traits that develop a little bit later in life that people wish they had earlier. That next on Don and Steve. Anna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You got a study, buddy? You got a study, comma, buddy? Yeah. Hey, buddy. You got a study? <laughs> All right. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. I did look at the the Flossie Dickey story. It's a little more visual. The SNL sketch, a little more visual, a little more visual. I think the real life thing is better. Uh, But anyway, that's fair. I am tired. uh, There is a uh, study out of personality traits that people developed a little bit later in life that they wish they had sooner. It's sort of a thread online. It's an unofficial internet study. I will read through the list. Tell me if you think you have it already. If you're still looking to develop this personality trait. So on and so forth. How about the ability to not take things personally? Oh, this is not a good one for Donna. That's not true. 
<clears throat> I, you know how much abuse I take from you, and I don't I'm even just, say anything. I'm thinking of how many times you say more than almost anyone I know rude, or how dare you, that sort of thing. And so that, usually that means you've taken something personally. We could put an air check together if you want. That's a that's what we call in the business. No, she's going to say a bit. A bit. Mm-mm. That's no, a guys. Bit. I hang out with her off stage in the wings. I'm so you don't sorry, think you take things so, personally? Well, if someone <laughs> comes in and goes, um, no hot water in the house, <laughs> you know, randomly, of course I'm going to go, that's rude. Or, oh, you, you, didn't, you, don't, <laughs> oh, like, you didn't have a no, comb today? No, this is not a, this is ever, anyone you come in, in in contact with at a store, in, in traffic, all of it. It's like you are, it's your mind. Is Donna versus the world? It's like, oh, rude. How could they? Why? Uh, me? This happens to... I don't if you're know. talking about what happened to me just <laughs> recently... I am not talking about that. my pregnancy test. No. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Or the lady who smeared her uh, chocolate-licked fingers on your greeting card that you bought for oh, someone. remember that? I do remember that. Remember yeah. that? Oh, how about when they forgot about me in the waiting room because they made me go in isolation and then two hours later I'm like, hey, oh, I imagined that? Okay. I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> these are all very real. They're, they are real to you. These are your truths. How about firmness? People wish that they had developed the personality trait of firmness earlier in their life, meaning firm in boundaries yeah, and wish. asking for needs and wants. That part's easy. It's the boundary thing that's not so easy. Hmm. You know, I heard somebody say, Elise Meyer, she's a very funny. She's on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. She's just a funny storyteller. Has like a million followers. Very funny. But she also, from time to time, will just throw out like a normal post that is just like something to think about. And she had like an eight-second post that said, why is it that every time that somebody does something loving for you, you usually, we first feel guilty about receiving it instead of just accepting the love and celebrating that. What's up with that? We yeah. do that a lot. Well, and, and if, especially if you reciprocate that, you know, mm. you do nice things for other people, if, let other people do nice things for you. So it's funny that you say that. Can I uh, tell you about a rock situation? Like the rock? No, 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 no. no. Oh. Although. Oh, are we going to have, are we going to talk about rocks? Correct. <laughs> oh, Lord. Very quickly. You asked me what, what my interests are. I, I'm getting the gist that you like Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're going to swap out some uh, some mulch for some rocks. Anyway, I was like, hey, Lou and I just said, oh, well, this is going to be I did that. You know, brutal. We'll just spend a few days and do it one wheelbarrow at a time. Then we had a separate conversation. Is it wheelbarrow or barrow? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, we it's left Barrow. it lie. Okay. And my neighbor said, oh, it doesn't have to be an all weekend thing. You just send out a note. Tell us when you're doing it. We'll bring wheelbarrows over and then we can do it. And I said, really? And he said, oh, yeah, I, I've done that. 
And he said, that's what neighborhoods should be, where we're able to help each other in times like that. Absolutely. I have a great, greatly difficult time accepting that sort of help from people. If I feel like I have not deposited in their account, Mm. you know what I mean? I feel very, and Lou then gave me a stern talking to yesterday. It was really, it was wise what she had to say, because she said, you know, it's funny. We all feel that way, where we are happy to give help when asked, mm-hmm. and we feel so guilty receiving help. And if more of us just said, asked for help, received it gratefully, and returned the favor when able, the stigma around like, oh, I feel bad asking for help, we could just blow that up, and instead you could create it to be a culture of helping. It's community. That's what they say. I ask for help all the time. All the time, and I have no problem with it. That's a good thing. Well, with that being said, if you have a wheelbarrow and an able body, Donna, I would love to see you at my place most of Saturday and probably a lot of Sunday, too. I would, but I have a thing. What is it specifically? <laughs> it's, I've got places to be. Oh, so you got even more generic. i got places to go, people to see, children to frighten. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my property. Personality <laughs> traits that people develop later in life. Here's another one that they say quickly. The ability to tell yourself to shut up when you start overthinking. Now, that is yeah. something I am still still working on. Overthinking is tough. Overthinking ruins so much. It really does. It Think of how much of your own creativity has been stymied because of your own overthinking. <laughs> How many opportunities you've missed out on because of your own overthinking? Stymie. 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 Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. Thanks for those studies. Hey, when we come back, Millennial X Games. Say it right. It's not, though. I know, but I still want you to say it. Millennial X Games. We're going to talk about Chippendale. Millennial X Games. Getting a sequel? No. And great reviews for Maverick coming in. Read some next. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Steve, you're really you're really down with this Chip and Dale business. It's so good. It's so good. Is it so good? It is so good. If you're particularly, again, if you're in your 30s or 40s, it's really it'll just hit all the nostalgic notes for you. They're they're already thinking about a sequel. I mean, it's just like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. It's just they did it really well. They understand that, I don't know, they ju- they understand how to do a reboot and how not to do a re- reboot. I was reading a write-up this morning saying, oftentimes reboots of anything will try to modernize a little too much for the new audience. And this one I would say, even though my kids enjoyed it, it's you can tell this is made for, it's made for adults. Okay. Just in that the adults get more out of this. I just really, I really liked it. I can't like it anymore. So did you have to be super familiar with the with Chip and Dale? It makes it a little better if you are. I mean, they're are. like really super polite to one another, right? That's their bit. Yeah. They're and like, they're... After you. No, please. You, sir. Like that um, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly ringing the bell, but let me let me walk it back and say, you know, in many ways, I guess you don't, because I don't remember a ton about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I know them as characters at Walt Disney World. I remember watching the show, but I remember it just 
non-specifically. You know, I, I, I just don't remember, remember the Rescue Rangers part. That's what I really. That's more of the memory for me. I see. Okay. Is the cartoon, the afternoon cartoon, and uh, or I don't know if it was Saturday mornings, and uh, so experiencing it that way. But I don't know a lot of specifics to you know their characters or anything. It's like I experienced them peripherally, but what they've done so well is comedically written in a fresh way a reboot because they're in a sense they're joking about reboots in the midst of doing the reboot and talking about nobody wants a reboot why are we doing this and then just a really creative twist into what's happened to all these old cartoon characters this whole bootlegging angle is just very funny and opens itself up to a whole lot of comedy they say it, it works both as a reboot a meta critique of reboots and an extended version of the show itself, all while being set in a real world where Chip and Dale were two actors who simply played their roles in the Rescue Rangers series. And so, you know, they're like at kind of like Comic-Con, you know, they're signing autographs like oh, old cute. 90s stars. Cute. And then they get this idea for a revival. But there's so many little cameos in there, little Easter eggs. It's just, it's not groundbreaking, but it's, it's hits a lot of the right notes. And some okay. folks are saying that it is the heir apparent to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So that came out in the late 80s. Everybody loved that mashup of live action and animation. And you get those vibes in this. It's just quite well done. Anyway, they're thinking about doing a sequel. The writers say, we have ideas. Um, And so if Disney decides that they like it enough and folks seem to really be enjoying it, we're ready to go um, in a different angle with this. We think there's more of this like universe of old cartoon characters that we could explore. So... Anyways, kudos to uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney for bringing it to life. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons was in this. Will Arnett, very funny in this. There's just some good old-fashioned Was he doing the whole, stick him up, yeah? (laughs) No, he was not. Excuse me. Even though he's got that, you know, he's known for that kind of vibe. It's it's very John Mulaney, but he plays the straight man to Andy Samberg's over the top. You know, he's Dean Martin, Andy Samberg is Jerry Lewis for a very old reference. Now we shift to, speaking of old things, becoming new again, Top Gun, Colin Maverick, which the Donna and Steve show, all four members, Donna, Don, DJ Rock Lobster, and Stevie Boy, will see this movie in a Twin Cities theater on Thursday. We're excited about this. Good news, 97%. That's the current rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 97%. Okay, that's great. It's incredible. Some people saying, I'll read you a few. Newsday says, Top Gun Maverick, a triumphant follow-up to one of the 1980s flashiest blockbusters. Scene for scene, uh, it's better than Top Gun. More nimble, more exciting, more soulful. The New Yorker says, the plain fact is that Top Gun Maverick works. Uh, let's see. One of the best and loudest blockbusters that I have ever had the pleasure of witnessing. Okay. Uh, one of the best pictures of the year. <clears throat> In the age where big budget Hollywood tentpoles favor more superhero movies these days, Top Gun Maverick is a testament that old school action filmmaking still prevails. And you have to hand it to Tom Cruise for making this happen. He really did work hard on this movie. Here, listen to this really? one. Watching Tom Cruise pick up his aviators and slip his patch emblazoned jacket back on as Pete Maverick Mitchell is as close as you can get to a transcendental experience at the Ooh. cinema. Transcendentalism. 
offer something for everyone without succumbing to the pitfalls of the genre. Strikes a blow for the old-fashioned blockbuster, exceeding the range and grasp of the original and giving a new generation a taste of the boy's own heroism that made the first film a classic. And Val Kilmer's in this, right? He is. I wonder what kind of role he's going to have. Me too. I was chatting about this this morning with my wife, and I was saying, you know, I don't know. I know he's in it. I know Tom Cruise was adamant, apparently, about making sure Kilmer was in it. But, you know, he's got limitations in terms of his ability to speak due Mm -hmm. to his uh, bout with cancer. And you don't know how he will be integrated. Is it a cameo? Is it one time? Does he show up periodically throughout the movie? I need answers. We're going to get them on Thursday, Donna, 3 p.m., right before our 5.30 dinner reservation at Tabuca. I'm looking it up right now. The other movie getting good reviews is the Bob's Burgers movie. That's also 97%. Bob! 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 Did I mention it's Bob Dylan's birthday today? You did. Uh, Yeah, Bob's Burgers getting 97% on Rotten You're right about that. Yeah, what are they saying about Bob's Burger? This movie may not be the meat saya beef tartare inside a medium well burger inside Beef Wellington, but it's pretty well done. Okay. Okay. Uh, I could take my entire family to the movie and everyone would laugh at some point and no one would get too uncomfortable. That from the Seattle Times. Nice. How about this from Little White Lies? A sweet, silly helping of family fun. Okay. Nice. That's the show that my wife and, and boy uh, watch together a lot, and, and uh, it's an enjoyable thing for them. Maybe we'll check it out this weekend if it's as rainy as the forecast. Oh, yeah, you should. Um, what about... Okay. Go ahead. You go. I was just going to say that Val Kilmer has a brief appearance, and they use... No spoilers. How is this a spoiler? It's everywhere. Know. They use artificial voice technology so he could speak. Okay. Nice. Thank you, Rocco. What's our seating arrangement, Rocco? What's up with the seats that we got uh, for the movie? Four on the aisle. Men on the side, on the outside. And I need to be on, on the, the far inside. aisle because I, I will oh, pee. Right. I need to be next to Steve because I pee too. Fine. So I'll, it'll be Steve be, on the end, then me. I'll get to be most center. I'm, I like being centered at a movie theater. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, that's I my do nightmare. Not, yep, I need to be on the on the end. Unless my family. If we have like the next four or five seats, if it's my party all the way to the aisle, I'm fine. But if I have to walk past people's feet, because they're in a full recline, whom I've never met before, I just so feel issues, weird about that. Goodness. It's just they're in a reclined position. We've never met. Now I'm scooching past I mean, them. It's not like you're on a plane and you got to wake the guy up next to you. That's true. <laughs> Have you ever thought, I mean, if I had a nickel for all of the minutes that I have spent while in flight and having a sleeping passenger that I don't know beside me, do I have to wake him or could I maybe stretch my leg up over? But then if he wakes up and now I'm straddling him, essentially, maybe that's not the best thing for him either. So then it's panicky. And then you just try to make a little noise. We're going down. Oh, you're awake? Hey, yeah, you mind if I sneak out of here? Steve. As the guy, oh, Donna, as he's fastening the oxygen mask on. Some people are very scared of flying. And do you think that I just scared them by fictionally saying, while on the radio, (laughs) we're going down? (laughs) Yes. Whatever, Someone's on their way to the airport right now. Now you planted that seed in their head. Oh, it's already been planted. Everyone that drives to an airport is filled with excitement and a little bit of, well, this might be it.
That's you, just don't, true. When you and your family travel, you do you split up? No. Oh. So you're just all going to go down together. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? No, I honestly, I know a lot of people whose family splits up. Yeah, no. Hmm. You think we want to overcomplicate our day based on the remarkably, remarkably statistically uh, small chance of one of our planes going down? I don't know. So, hey, yeah, all right, you I'm going to get there. I, of course, you never know, but that's that's irrational, I think. You think that's irrational? I think that's irrational because statistically the likelihood, because if you don't do that in a car ride on your way to McDonald's, if you don't split up in two cars, you have partaken in a much more dangerous activity than flying. If you're going to drive in the same car to the airport, but then you're going to get into different metal tubes, you've entered the safest form of travel, which is modern aviation. And so now you're going to get fear stricken. You'd be better off being worried in daily traffic. That's that. That is what I mean when I say it's irrational. Okay. You convinced statistically. Thank Thank you. you. Tana. Rocco. Isolate that. Send it to me. I need it as my ringtone. Yeah. I'm also going to isolate the phrase, I, a guy wakes up and I'm straddling him. Don't isolate that one. I feel like context is needed. Yes, definitely isolate. You know what would be a fun bit? Audio out of context. Uh, the they do it on the morning show. Is that right? Yes. They do well, Oprah can, out of context and can, Alexis. Oh. Steve. All right, we don't want to pick a fight with them. They're no. already upset that Rocco whipped out a tree intro, <laughs> lickety split, and they're desperate for refreshing their show. They want new intros, and Rocco's declared his allegiance. It is first Lori and Julia still, which is aggravating, and then it's us. I was wondering, Don, if we should change the lyric to uh, We Roll Our Eyes. Steve's trees, he talks, and we close our eyes. Definitely. Yep. Okay, we'll Back to the here. drawing board today. Okay, Thank you. So you guys All are right. going back into the studio? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. And studio time ain't cheap. We'll do it for you. <laughs> oh, it's fun to talk Let's to you guys. Let's get out of here. You know, I almost wore a coat hanger in today, and I realized you were broadcasting from home today, and I thought, well, that wouldn't be fair. We should do this together, this TikTok challenge. No, we shouldn't. I, I did it last night. I will tell you how it went. When we come back on the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. You're so right, Donna. Yeah. Thank you for leading the way. Yes, you betcha. Awesome. You're my buddy, boo. We'll see if you're still leading the way after your meeting with our big boss today. That's neither mm-hmm. here nor there. I think Change is good. Yeah. Change is good. Hey, by the way, uh, in local uh, in local news, uh, Jason Derusha of uh, WCCO Morning News, I saw that he announced that he's going to be leaving that post. Oh wow! He's been doing the mornings there for a long time, and he's going to. Uh, I think he's going to do some feature stuff for them, and will move into some new opportunities. That's I think great. he said he's been there for twenty years, nineteen years. So he said after going in the same door every day for the last nineteen years, you just start to get a little. Hmm, maybe there's something different out there. Yeah. I did it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, there's something also to be said about consistency. And comfort. You know, finding something yeah. that you love, people that you enjoy working with. And yes. yeah, that sometimes feels like it could last forever. So I think we both remain in search of that. But we'll get there. Thanks, Steve. Hey, don't forget you can join My Talk 107.1 and the St. Paul Saints at CHS Field for Cat Video Festival 2022. 
Happening Thursday, August 4th, it is presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. New this year, we introduce our Spokes Kitty. Nominate your cat for the honor. Send us a photo. Get the info at mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. (laughs) (laughs) Are you laughing that I read that seriously? No, I've been making faces at you the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) While I was doing that read? Yeah. Donna. Oh, I was reading oh. important things. In fact, while you're there, I got another important bit of business that I'm going to read to our oh. listeners who will appreciate oh, it. No. Would you hurt your mouth for making yeah, those faces? I did. Oh. I sure did. Well, you know, it's going to stay like this now. That's what I call caramel. Caramel. Car- <laughs> Is it caramel? It's, no, it's karma. Check out listener rewards for the month of May, my friends, while Donna ridicules all of us. Get tickets to see comedian Liza Schlesinger. She's going to be at Mystic Showroom. Get a set of, <laughs> you can get a set of AirPods, plus gift cards to Dunn Brothers <laughs> Coffee or Ever Eve. Those prizes and more are up for grabs. MindTalk1071.com. Uh, you can also see those all in the app. Cool. Thanks, Steve. You are <sighs> such a fraud. If people really knew you, they think that you are super professional. I mean, there's just... Rocco, you've gotten to know her better over the last six months. When did you even join our show? We don't remember. I don't remember either. But you've gotten to know her better over the last, let's say, six months or a year, whatever it is. Yeah, we went to a benefit together. Okay. We're best friends. Dressed up and... Yeah. Gave money to a worthy charity. Yeah, we should. Sure uh, I saw the picture. I wouldn't call it dressing up. I'd say you dressed differently. Um, but what what's the new thing that you've learned about Donna and the real the realness of her personality? Because you've interacted with her more in the last year than you had in the last five or six years. Objection! Leading Donna. the witness. Wow. I mean, I have Sorry. learned about her, um, you know, encyclopedic knowledge of the criminal justice system. Thank mm. you, Rocco. Mm. Courtroom. See? Yeah, he's not going to turn on me. Terminology. No, we, way, it's been nice. It's been nice getting to know you guys. Oh, Rocco. Sometimes we have lunch together downstairs. Yeah, it's nice. Sometimes you buy me soup. Yeah, yesterday, the garlic chicken with vegetables. How was it? Very garlicky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ended up not doing that. I uh, I ended up doing a salad with wet chicken. Wet chicken? <laughs> it looked... No. There was a, well, Don't listen. Say those words. I'm not trying to add it to gross someone out. I'm telling wet you that that's what happened. Chicken. The chicken looked wet. And then I was like, whatever. I need chicken. These lean muscles are hungry. Pac-Man needs his pellets. And I put it on. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I covered it in blue cheese. So that way... I wouldn't be able to tell as much the moisture from the blue cheese <laughs> versus God. the moisture from the chicken. You're weird. All right, tell we don't care. Tell us about your TikTok challenge. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that hanger on your head. Yeah, that thing. So I get a wire hanger, and the thing is, if you no put a wi- wire hangers Mommy ever. Did. Thank you, Rocco. So if you get a wire hanger and you put it on your head, stretch it out so you can squeeze your head through it. The side that the hook is on, your head is supposed to involuntarily turn that way. Now, I already knew this, so I may have been, you know, might have been a little bit of the uh, placebo effect here. In that I was aware of what was happening, and then I feel like I made it happen. So, I get video, and I say to Lou, hey, I want you to put this hanger on your head. Gave her no context. Interrupted. She and my daughter were having a fun conversation about school as the school year wraps up. And I was like, hey, you guys put this hanger on your head now. And... 
it did not happen to either of them. They okay. put the hanger on and their head looked forward and then they said, okay, now what? And then I put it on and moved it and she was like, no, there's no way. You're moving your own head. Okay, that's Earlier, fair. Rocco, you missed... Uh, in fact, it's actually kind of an epic name, technically. It was the name of a mascot that I thought Rocco would really like, looking back. Okay, so I gotta hit that? Hit it. Okay. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. This is the real name of Dartmouth University's mascot, Keggy the Keg. This is Ben. One of the most epic names in the history. So, Rocco, he's yeah. just a beer keg. Okay. Look up Keggy the Keg. I am, yeah. You'll be happy you did. Um, is that cool? Oh, it's Keggy the Keg. K-E-G-G-Y. Oh, yeah. Look at Keggy. Did you do a video? He's an unofficial mascot. No, I didn't do a video. Okay. I didn't put it out there. No. Oh, Why you ask? Keggy Rocco, you were out of control. Um, what did Hannah I do? Wanted no, it's a, this is not an acceptable one. This is this is a, a, a private home moment. Okay, that's fine. It you was... sent us a picture of a brooch <laughs> yes. with a lobster sitting beside a champagne bucket with champagne on yeah, ice that's in the bucket. Be... I had I got to find something to wear for the Christmas party. <laughs> oh, you're already looking ahead to the. I th- oh, you know what? The holiday party's probably going to be back this year. Let's hope. It's been on like a three year hiatus, which means if they open that sucker up again, they do the casino. Donna always finds a way out. We were um, we were not given wiggle room to not be there um, as years went on over on the television side. It was sort of oh. like you should be there. Yeah. This is you know, it's a well, lovely, you know generous act oh, of the family. Absolutely. But can I just say? Sure. I do a little girls' Christmas party every year. I mm-hmm. book it in like September, and then the date comes out for the company Christmas party, mm-hmm. like three weeks before the party. I can't help it that it always falls on the same date. It's usually the second weekend in December. Sue me, Susie. <laughs> Very fun when you say it. I like. I can't. You know, you just can't help it if you've already made plans. So. I hear you, Donna. All right. Do you want to go to the mailbag? Yeah. What do we have in there? Well, mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail's here. You were talking about how Culver's and Chick Fil A have really great customer service. Yeah, they do. First, I'll, I'll fight you. I did get a text from someone who was like. Oh my God! You feel like it's uh. Let me let me quote him properly. Chick Fil A is like dealing with Omatrons or Robotron. So, whatever they all say the exact same thing. I'd rather it someone seems disingenuous. You know what I'd rather have disingenuous uh, courtesy, kindness, and good manners okay. than genuine bad manners. I agree. Roseanne says, "Ha." Huh. I was greeted with a smile at Culver's only to get home without a burger patty between the bun. Ugh. And this was after sitting in line for over 15 minutes. I thought hubby was going to lose it. It was a long line to go back to. (laughs) Haven't been back since. Ah, sorry, guys. What a bummer to get home. You're ready for your burger sandwich. And there is nothing but buns. Don't feel bad. I got a pregnancy test yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Oh, Talk what about a customer service. What will happen to Donna tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Who knows? <laughs> but we'll all find out tomorrow morning, 9 a.m.